This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. You have arrived at your destination. You have arrived? What? What alley? What? Oh, my God. Oh, Lon. Hello, Dude, what is going on with you? Like, nothing. I've been trying to get a hold of you this entire time. Like, I drafted you, like, a month ago. I haven't... I mean, I've been right here. I've been sending you countless emails. Do you have a phone anymore? Like, I don't need it, honestly. It's cool. Okay, well... I need you. The Schmodown needs you, okay? I drafted you. I've got an... Those ruffian? I mean, uh, screw that, man. I don't care anymore. I dropped out. <laughs> Lon, what, what can I convince you to come back, man? Like, I, you, you're the reason that I even got into the Schmodown. Your match against Cody, that's what did it for me. That's why I drafted you. I have a great partner for you. You guys can absolutely kill it. Like, I, you can come in and do what you do best, man. Uh, I don't know, dude. I, I'm just not into it anymore. I mean, it's like they don't, they don't care about academics. They don't care about being smart. They don't value anything but, you know, like not caring and goofing around and being a slob and like, uh, oh, I think I'm out. What if I, uh, if I get you a refill of that, will you come back? Oh, yeah, then, yeah. I don't do it? Yeah, for sure. All right, let's go. Baby Carrot Sellers, but we are joined on the desk by the one, the only, the legend, Rachel, the Crusher Cushing, is here today. The Princess Leia to my R2D2. To me, you are royalty. Rachel, how is life on this side of the desk? 
a lot calmer, although <laughs> maybe not always. It's, uh, a little less stressful, we'll put it that it, way. There, there is some stress involved because this is the Star Wars uh, League yeah. match, and we have some new rules that we're going to be introducing as we get through each round. It is still a three-round match, and we have two newcomers here today. Yeah. So I want to get an experienced veteran's take on what Adam Witt and Sean Sullivan are experiencing right now moments before they play in the Star Wars match. Well, it's similar to Inner Geekdom, and it's a different style of a division. The are uh, fewer films asked about, so the questions are much more deep cut. You know these guys love Star Wars. The question is, do they love it enough to beat <laughs> Alex Damon, who basically seems unbeatable at this point? So, you know, there's a lot of nerves going on back there, but this is the era of factions and managers, so they have people in their corner, and I think that could make a big difference. It, it, it's such a tough thing because as much as we all love Star Wars, it, the, the specificity of it, mm -hmm. it you got to know every little thing, every little beep, every little war that, that BB-8 does. You have to know all that stuff if you want to get to, like you said, the mountaintop and compete against the Alex Damons of the world. Let's put you in the manager's seat, though, Rachel. Let's take a look at the den and the dungeon. So, Adam, we'll start with the dungeon. He is represented by Kaiser. Kaiser, looking over Adam Witt, who has competed before mm -hmm. as half the movie guys, he's stepping into something new. So what is Kaiser's approach right now? I think he kind of was surprised to have a Star Wars player in Adam Witt. I, th I know a lot of us were. We knew that he was part of the movie guys, that he's um, good in the regular league, but to jump over to this league too, that's a formidable weapon. Only Ken Knapsock's ever done that before. So to have a player who could feasibly do well in this division as well as uh, the regular is, um, is a big uh, leg up, I think, for Kaiser. So he's he's pushing hard to uh, get Adam, I think, involved in multiple divisions. Nice that someone in the dungeon knows a little bit about Star Wars because Kaiser, I heard him throw terms around like laser swords and cuddly teddy bears. <laughs> he may not get a whole lot of questions right in the world of Star Wars. As we go to the other side of the ledger here with Sean Sullivan, represented by Kate Mulligan and Grace Hancock. They're part of the den. Now, I know Kate Mulligan's son, Neil, loves him some Star Wars. Kate Mulligan, maybe she has some of that love. She can help transfer onto Sean Sullivan. Yeah, Sean's the big unknown here. He's a clear rookie. He's been somebody that's hung out in the studio before. Many of us have met him and have talked to him, but now he's stepping in front of the lights, and that is always a nerve-wracking thing. But Kate really believes in him. She picked him in the fourth round, and you have to know that Grace is pushing hard to get uh, a Star Wars player to go up against a former um, co-faction leader of hers. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of terms. She's aiming high. <laughs> and a lot of hyphens. It is not only their first match, it's their first pregame interview, at yep. least in the world of Star Wars. Let's see what each competitor had to say. Surprise! I had a vision, and that vision was of the movie guys. Yeah. Without Preston. Don't need him. Come on down. Come on Adam down. Adam Witt, one half of the movie guys. I said, Kaiser, you just won the draft. This guy's been carrying the movie guys their entire career. It ain't about the powder keg. It's about Adam Razor Witt. I've never heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he used to hang out with Paul. Yes, with, okay. without, with our Paul. S-U-L-L-I-V-A-N, spell Sullivan. Sean Sullivan. Sean Sullivan. Say what you will about Sean Sullivan, a rookie that no one really knows about, but he's Star Wars. He went before Kelly, me, Scrimshaw, Ken. So that's what scares me about him. Sean Sullivan? Who's, Who's that, that guy? guy? <laughs> that's why this is going to work, guys. We think the same thing. thing. 
Mulligan and Sullivan. Hmm. Sounds like a couple of plumbers. Ha! Mulligan and Sullivan. Well, tonight the dungeon's gonna clean your pipes when we send you back to Jabba's crapper on that sand barge. Like Mario and Luigi, but with the sand barge part, too. Demolata, Damon, Knapsack, who smells like a pair of socks, I well, might I'll add. keep my nose open. Other ones, Damon? That, that's the guy that wins a lot, right? Joseph Scrimdiddy. Yeah, I, I want to beat them. I got to play wit to get there, but you know what? We'll see what happens. Uh, when I was a kid, they released the first episode. Uh, when he was a kid, they released episode one. Sorry, buddy. You're not going to beat me. You people have no vision, and you have no class. Zero. Oh, by the way, I forgot. I did bring you something. Uh, it's just whiskey, so... How, what's your plan for um, throwing a thermal, a thermal, what's it called? A detonator. A thermal detonator. You're going to throw a thermal detonator in this match? I mean, it's Adam Witt. I knew this man could compete in three divisions. Singles, teams, Star Wars. You have got a guy who can compete in three divisions. And if I had said that and that wasn't true and I lose today, I would look terrible. What's the call sign for Bravo leader? You just said it. Son of a gun. Rachel, I see that, and I, I got to get your take on this because you you were probably nervous when you first started competing in the movie mm -hmm. trivia mode on your first match, but then you matriculated to competing in the biggest matches that the league has. Which made you more trepidatious? Was it the fact that you'd never competed before, or once you got used to it, the fact that the stakes are so high? Uh, I think most people know that the stakes and the pressure of the um, the expectations in the later bigger matches was something that I struggled with. When you come out the first time, nobody's really sure, so there's not the super high expectations placed on your shoulders. So I would say for me it was uh, those later matches, but you know everybody's different, everybody approaches this differently, so there could be some nerves happening back there, or they could both be absolutely supremely confident. <laughs> I well, guess we'll find out. As a now dead wizard once said, they're about to take their first steps into a larger world. Uh, Rachel, I will ask you for the tale of the tape. I mean, they, they both really haven't competed before, so I guess just tell me what their favorite Star Wars movies are for Adam Witt. Uh, he is, like me, a very big fan of Star Wars. It is technically now called A New Hope, but I prefer calling it Star Released Wars. Released in 77, just that as Star Wars. Hey, yes. you want to go see the Star Wars? <laughs> How about Sean Sullivan? Is he a Return of the Jedi guy like me? I think um, Kate might be rubbing off on Sean because he told us that his favorite Star Wars film is Caravan of Courage. <laughs> so somebody's being a little quirky back there. <laughs> he took one of the Ewok movies. Yes. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Standing for Wilfred Brimley, this guy right here. Do you have diabetes? Venus, get checked. In the meantime, Rachel, are you ready? I'm ready. Then it's time for the movie trivia showdown. Three rounds to the finish in this Star Wars League match. Introducing first, representing the dungeon, led to the ring by his manager, Kaiser, with a record of zero and zero. His favorite Star Wars movie is A New Hope. It is Adam. The Razor Wind! Here comes Kaiser. Kaiser wearing an opponent's choice wedge on his shirt. I expect nothing less from Kaiser. Oh, and Eric Zipper coming out to support the dungeon. If you wore a Wolverine shirt, that'd be a... It's geeky. We're, we're kind of an Ewok same sort of guy. general area. Here we go. Adam Witt, obviously, uh, one half of the movie guys. Is the answer you were looking I'm for Dak by any chance? Solo vibe up there. <laughs> uh, that's actually, we haven't asked the question yet, oh, Adam. Oh. <laughs> 
but Rachel, I have a stock of, a stack of glossies I need you to sign for me. I'm going to try and sell them on eBay. You know, anything we can do to keep the lights on, I'd appreciate your help. <laughs> All right. All right, that is not officially affiliated with the movie Trivia Shimona and Rachel, just so you know before you put ink to Fan paper favorite. there. And his opponent, representing the den, led to the ring by one of his managers, Kane Mulligan. His favorite Star Wars movie is the Ewoks Caravan of Courage. He is Sean the Saint Sullivan. Got a brand new, oh, a dancing cane. Wow. That is something we've never seen. I'm impressed. Oh, my. All right. All right. No hamstrings pulled. Michael Flatley himself would have been impressed. Absolutely. I certainly am. Oh, we've got some good sportsmanship. That's nice to see. Sort of handshake and appears to be a thermal detonator. Oh, Kaiser. Yeah. Kate's looking out. That's how it works. Kate, the, uh, Kate, That's a, Kate, the St. Paddy's Day pub crawl don't start for another month, sister. All right, well, Kaiser clearly not informed as to when this match airs. Kaiser, what's your record again, pal? All right, well, now that they're no longer on the microphone, we are going to move into the rules of round number one. Sean, Adam, you're sat in a brand new format for the both of you. Here's how it works, and everybody at home, Star Wars works a little differently this year in a galaxy far, far away. Six questions are all that you will receive in round number one, and these come from a random eyes uh, categories of Star Wars movies. You're not sure what you're going to be seeing in round number one, but it is going to be six questions. However, the point value has not changed. They're still each worth one point. There's no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in round number one. As soon as we ask the question, you have about 15 seconds to write down your best attempt at an answer on the whiteboard in front of you. Once we ask you by name, please show what you wrote on the whiteboard to your camera at the same time you verbalize your attempt at an answer into the microphone. I'll remind each competitor of your three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the three-round match. If you're not sure you heard a question right, you want to buy yourself some time, use the JTE rule. You also each have one challenge to be used at any point throughout the three-round match. Uh, before we get going, we should uh, mention that we have a very special member of the audience here today. It is actually Kate Mulligan's son, Neil, is here. How about a hand for Neil? Big Star Wars fan. He is a future star of this league and maybe an inner geekdom format as well. And after that round of applause, Sean, you have to follow that with a simple question. How are you feeling? Ready as I'll ever be. As ready as he will ever be. Adam Witt, are you ready? I'm ready for the trials. <laughs> I like the test. Then let's get ready to schmodown. <laughs> Gentlemen, your first question will be asked by Rachel the Crusher Cushing, you're in the presence of a legend. <laughs> All right, guys, your first category is The Phantom Menace. What character expressed either joy or frustration with a saliva-spewing flap of his prodigious cheeks? The question writers are having a lot more fun this season. <laughs> I was going to say, did you write that question? <laughs> I did so, not. <laughs> it's, it's, there's so many big words in that. <laughs> I'm proud that I got through it. Five, four, three, two. One. Pens down, Sean. Boss Nass. That is correct for a point, and Adam. Boss Nass. He had it. And we're Good on. Way to start. Here we go. <laughs> All right, we move on to who said That's it. That's where the fun begins. The category of who said it, probably a quote coming your way. <laughs> who told Han, someday you're going to be wrong, and I just hope I'm there to see it. Something that I, I feel like many of us have said this <laughs> to somebody. <laughs> 
<laughs> Something that I have to tell my usual co-pilot every uh, so often. Mm -hmm. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, Sean. Uh, Adam, you're up. Princess Leia. It is Princess uh, Leia. Does Sean have it? No. Hey, uh, does not have it. Christmas. So Adam remains perfect, two to one. Adam over Sean. Back to you, Rachel. All right, for your third category, it is in the film A New Hope. What beings pick through the contents of Luke's land speeder? Uh, you had to pick a planet to live on in Star Wars. Where are you going? Naboo. Okay. Pretty much. They have, like, chilies and stuff like it that. It looks like Italy. Five, I like Italy. Four. Three. Two. Clooney probably has a place. I have rather think so. Uh, pens down. Going to you first, Sean. Jawa? It is not Jawas, unfortunately. Does Adam have it? It is a sand people. It is a sand people. <laughs> yes, it is. A sand person. Is that plural? Sand, sand people. Or Tuscan Raiders would have been accepted yeah. as well. I'm not saying Jawas don't pick through land speeders every so often, but in this oh, movie, will. we're looking for the Tuscan Raiders or sand people. We'd accept either one. Move on to your next category. Vehicles, weapons, and technology is the next category. In the film The Empire Strikes Back, what does C-3PO note has been damaged on the Falcon as they try and escape Hoth? Some deep cut round one I questions. I was going to say, unfortunately, no multiple <laughs> choice available. They might be happy there's only six. <laughs> and I'm just being told uh, Kate's son, Neil, already has the correct answer. Of course. So. I expected nothing less. I go to five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. We are going to your first Adam. The hyperdrive? Uh, needed a little more specific. The motivator on the hyperdrive? You had to write it down. I can't oh. give it to you. Sorry. Oh. Got to write it down, Sean. Hyperdrive motivator. He had hyperdrive oh. motivator. There it goes. That's tough. All right. Penultimate question in round number one. No, it's it's really oh, tough. Yeah. Like, you can tell both the guys have seen the movies. You know? uh, I think that's guaranteed at this point. The point is, I knew the answer. <laughs> All right, your fifth question. In which you know the answer. Your fifth question comes from the movie Rogue One. In Rogue One, a Star Wars story, what member of the Rebel team was previously an Imperial cargo pilot? Going to need the first and the last name here. Because that's how we do it in Star Wars. Because this is Star Down Wars. Down to the details. Yes. <laughs> we don't accept anything less than absolute perfection. Five, four. Misspelling three, is okay. Two, one. Pens down. Sean Sullivan. Bodie Rook. It is Bodie Rook. Does Adam have it? Bodie Rook. Yes, he yes. does. Again, good recovery. All right, so he's back on the answering train. Four to three, Adam Witt. Both gentlemen, I think they've shaken the nerves, mm -hmm. and they are ready to get into round two. But before that, one more question, and this comes in the world of Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Wakes Up. <laughs> this is why you don't play in the <laughs> The Force hits the snooze button. Your question. In the film The Force Awakens, this venerable actor plays Church of the Force member Lor Santeca. Church of the F I didn't know we were calling it Church of the Force. That sounds a little... Uh, it's one of those, somebody read the, culty. The, the comic or the book that came along <laughs> with the movie. Hi, we, we're here to tell you about the Church of the Force. <laughs> Five, four, three. There's pamphlets associated with Of course with there two, One. Pence down, going to your first Adam. Uh, Max von Sydow. Max von Sydow, it is. Does Sean have it? Max von Sydow. Yes, he does. 
famous Max Bob von Sydow. I remember when Shutter Island came out, I thought that guy was dead, Rachel, but he's still alive and kicking and doing great work in Star Wars Woo! movies. So five to four, Rachel, let's get your take on round number one. I think both these gentlemen adjudicated themselves very well. No, that was absolutely very impressive for two rookies to come out and get nearly all of the questions right. With only six, it's a few less than we're used to seeing, but those were really deep cuts, and as we saw, a tiny piece missing means you don't get it right. So uh, I think these guys are both belong. In and league. usually for a rookie missing a Princess Leia quote or writing hyperdrive instead of hyperdrive motivator, it could phase you. It seems like they rebounded very well. So we'll see if that carries on into round number two, known as the wheel round. The wheel has emerged. Opponents and spinners choice around the wheel as well as 10 wheel wedges from various Star Wars corners of the galaxy. Each competitor gets a spin at that wheel. This is the Star Wars League match, and in the Star Wars League, each competitor is going to hear five questions in round number two on the wedge that they spin. Each question is worth two points. There's no penalty for missing a question. However, stealing is available in round number two. So if you're not sure of the answer, ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question goes down to one. So, Sean, you're sitting in the higher-ranked competitor chair. However... You're bested in round number one by a point by Adam the Razor Wit. So, Adam, would you like to spin first or defer to your opponent? I would like to spin. Here comes the spin from Adam Wit, who it does appear has some sort of imperial credentials. Um, Rachel, can you tell? Is, is that a kernel? Is that a... No, he's trying to use trying the force, to use the force now. He's mixing uh, his characters. Here comes around. Okay. This, it's lurking towards opponents. Just, that is Attack of the Clones, Star Wars Episode Two. That was a pretty clear. He, <laughs> nah. He's gonna spin again. Okay. The crowd excited. He's run away from Attack of the Clones. Can we give that movie I, some I love, would. please? Yeah. I, I could have. The answer is no. This group. <laughs> All right. Oh. No. Forwarding with Spinner's choice, and it's careening. It is Solo, a Star Wars story, and look, he's wearing a Solo shirt. I find this rather appropriate. It's like he did yeah. use the Force. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's do it. It's called bribery. <laughs> Adam, the Razor Wit, you're going to hear five questions in the world of Solo, a Star Wars story. I'll be asking you your questions. Rachel's going to be asking Sean his. Uh, Adam, your first question in the world of Solo, a Star Wars story. In the film Solo... What is the name of the leader of Marauders that are always causing trouble for Han and the crew throughout the film? The Cloud Riders. That is incorrect. Enfys Nest. Oh, the leader. It is Enfys Nest. That's a huge two-point oh, steal. Yeah, that is a big. Adam, I think, had the crew, but we needed the leader yeah. of it. Always listen to the question. It's all right. <laughs> all right, back to you, Adam. Uh, your second question of five in the world of Solo, Star Wars movie. What is the name of Rio Durant's home planet? Ardenia. Two points, right. and Adam Witt is back in the driver's seat for the time being. All right, your next question. The third of five. What is the name of the character played by Tandy Newton? Val. The first name, and we got it for two more points. So now it's nine to six. Two questions remain in the world of Solo, a Star Wars story. Han boasted to Beckett and Val that he was boosting 
what kind of vehicle when he was 10 when trying to convince them to let him join their crew? Hmm. Need an answer in five, four, three. M68. Two. That is incorrect oh. for a two-point steal. Sean Sullivan. Five. Speeders? Four. Looking for very specific AV-21s. Oh, AV-21s. Okay. Yeah, that was my answer. That's the, yeah. that's the only reference I had. Uh, it is okay. Uh, Thank you. Coach, remind me that. question remains. In the world of Solo, yeah. the Star Wars story, and then Sean Sullivan's going to have his spin at the wheel. Uh, Adam, you ask a question? During the train heist, Val used her vantage point to distract and fend off what? Multiple choice. Is it A, Viper Droids, B, Stormtroopers, C, TIE Fighters, or D, Cloud Riders? Viper Droids. That's a point for Adam Witt. And he enjoys a four-point lead. Rachel, I'm going to say he looked like a rookie at parts during that round number two. But look, he's got a four-point advantage. And depending on what that wheel has in store for Sean the Saint Sullivan, that's not a bad round. Not at all. Look, when you're up there and you're hearing questions, sometimes you mishear it and you don't think to ask to use your repeat. He misheard the first one, what the question was actually asking. It happens. He brushed it off, though, and got several of these other questions, which are very deep cuts, I might add. He and this is very impressive. probably distracted by the bright colors of our it's go Gators. I'm kidding. I don't care. Sean Sullivan, have a spin at the wheel and see if you can get a wedge that's going to give you the lead going into round number three. We unfortunately do not have Caravan of Courage up there, but there are plenty of other very good choices. Caravan of Courage, currently not uh, a film that we're asking questions from in the league. That could change. Can you imagine if we allowed like the Ewoks movies and the holiday special? Oh my gosh, you would have if so many very happy people and so many unhappy people. <laughs> All right, that looks like Star Wars Episode 6. Is that Return of the Jedi? Yeah, I'll keep it free, Mark. Oh, thank you. Aww. It's the best of them all. It's the best of them all. I was only asking, is it, is it Return of the Jedi? I know Episode 6 is Return of the Jedi. I just, it's, it's a thin wedge and I'm far away. <laughs> Sean Sullivan. It's the one with Luke. In the world of Return yeah, of the Luke's Jedi, Rachel the Crusher Cushing is going to be asking you your questions. I'll just be enjoying them because maybe I know an answer or two. Don't give anything away, Mike. I'll be over here doing this. That's fine with me. <laughs> ooh, ooh, I know this one. <laughs> All right, Sean. For your first question, who gives rebel fighters the order to accelerate to attack speed during the second Death Star battle? Movie quotes. That's always part of it and a not easy part of it. And we're going to go to five, four, Multiple three. choice. Is it A, Admiral, Admiral Akbar, B, Wedge Antilles, C, Lando Calrissian, D, Crix Mating? Lando Calrissian? That is correct for one point. All right. Maybe he was 70% sure on that one, but he, that's why you go to multiple choice. He gets a point. He's within three of the razor. Yep. You take your full 15 seconds, you think it through, and he did very well. Your next question. In Return of the Jedi, how does Jabba refer to Han frozen in carbonite hanging on the wall? His favorite decoration? 
That is correct. Wow. <laughs> my favorite decoration is my 75-inch TV. Java just stares at Han all day long. It's Kinda a little weird. morbid, but I expect nothing less from Java. <laughs> all right. Your next question. What is the name of the Rancor Keeper at Java's Palace? Malakili. Wow. Knew that one without hesitation. Nicely done. Everybody knows Malakili. Of course. Come on down to Malakili's for all your Rancor pet needs. You do feel very bad for him after his poor pet gets crushed. <laughs> Rancor, tell <laughs> guy. You commiserate with Malakili. Rancor's going to be Major Rancor. stage time for him. Major yeah. screen time. All right. Up next. What kind of weapon does Luke use the force to obtain before falling into the Rancor pit? Uh, a blaster pistol. That is correct. There we got it. All right, so he builds upon his new lead. Now yep. it is 13 to 10. He still has one, one question left to go in the world of Return of the Jedi. <laughs> All right, your try. last question. <laughs> Who discovers Princess Leia's discarded helmet on Endor? Multiple choice. Is it A, Luke Skywalker, B, C-3PO, C, Han Solo, or D, Chewbacca? It's uh, Luke Skywalker. That is correct for one point. All right. Well navigated. So there it is, 14 to 10. You know, you look at a movie like Return of the Jedi, which I think everybody and their brother and sister have seen multiple times. Solo is Star Wars story. Maybe not as widely viewed, certainly not as much as Disney would have liked. So you have that, and maybe that's in the back of the head of Adam and Sean, where you spin a movie that less people have seen, maybe less opportunity to study. Because Solo has come out, been out for a couple of years. Return of the Jedi has been a classic since 1983. Maybe a little bit of an advantage there. Definitely. When you've seen a movie so many times since you were a child, ten, things tend to be in the back of your head that you can pull out versus the study methods we all use now, or I used to use, to play in these leagues, which is watch these movies over and over and hey, over again. You heard it from the expert, <laughs> kids. Start watching Solo, a Star Wars story right now. As we move on to round number three, uh, Sean Sullivan enjoys a four-point lead over Adam Witt. <laughs> yeah, but then I break the game. The Saint versus the Razor, both players doing their due diligence, uh, getting through that rookie training, and being very good at it, if I dare say so myself. Um, we move into round number three. Round number three, three questions each. Here's how we get the questions. You guys each give us three numbers. These numbers can range from one to 20. Each number corresponds to a different corner of Star Wars movie trivia showdown know-how. Your first question's worth two points. Your next one's worth three points. Your last one is worth five points. There's no stealing. There's no penalty for missing a question in round number three. Sean, uh, you, enjoy a f you, you enjoy a four-point lead going into the final round. So what numbers feel lucky to you? Uh, let's do 11. 11. Three. Oh, I wouldn't pick three if I were you. Eight. <laughs> 11, 3, and 8. Suckers numbers, right? <laughs> Despite Adam's warnings. Some mind games going on up there. Adam, what do you got? Uh, I will pick, um, let's see. I think I'm going to go with, uh, oh, my gum won't come out. There we go. <laughs> okay. um, I'll go with one. Okay. Got some of that for me. Two. Yeah, here you want. No, 12. Okay. One and two. One, twelve, and two. That's the order that we got? Yeah, sure. 
<laughs> we'll see if he's so cavalier in a few minutes. Right, We're just Adam, having fun I'll be up here, Mark. You your questions. Rachel's going to be asking Sean his questions. Adam, you selected number one mm -hmm. for your two-point question. For two points, and to cut the lead to two, you draw the category of who said it. Star Wars quotes. Please do not put the gum under the desk. <laughs> your question. I didn't. Whose first words in Return of the Jedi were rise, my friend? The Emperor. That is correct. Yes, it is. Emperor Palpatine, Steve. The zombie from Rise of Skywalker. Except any one of those. Sticking with Adam. Not a bad idea. For your three-point question. If you get this right, you can take the lead. So lots riding on this question in the world of Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. And your question. According to Yoda, attachment leads to what? The dark side? Incorrect. Looking for jealousy. Oh. Attachment leads to jealousy, and jealousy leads to being single on Valentine's Day. Deep cut. So, Sorry, Mark. Very happy. We just went very dark. So now... Rachel, we find ourselves in that TKO position yep. where Sean Sullivan, in his very first day, this is his first debut of any kind of the movie trivia showdown, mm -hmm. could score himself a technical knockout, but standing in his way is Adam Witt and a question that he selected, the number two, for five points and the lead. Adam, your category is episode one, The Phantom Menace. Lucky me. <laughs> did you camp out for tickets for The Phantom Menace? I did. So did I. Me too. It's a good time. It was, the, it was the last time you could do that. Yeah, it's true. Everything was, everything was on the internet after that. That is right. Your question. In episode one, what is the name of the Nemoidian captain of the Trade Federation droid control ship? It's the one that Sidious, quotes, didn't want in his sight again. Go to five. Repeat the question. You can do that. JT rule. First one. In episode one, what is the name of the Nemoidian captain of the Trade Federation droid control ship? The one that Sidious, quotes, didn't want in his sight again. Five. Four. Three. Read the question. Second JT rule. In episode one, The Phantom Menace, what is the name of the Mo what is the name of the Nemoidian captain of the Trade Federation droid control ship? The one that Sidious quoted didn't want in his sight again. So it's got one JT rule remaining, Rachel. Yep. Fifteen more seconds. Seems like he might need it. It's a tough, tough five point. Five. Four. Dolte Dauphine? It's a tough five-pointer, and he got it right. Wow. Done. And that warrants a handshake from his competitor, the Saint. Yeah. A hug from Kaiser. I love it. 
Game recognized wow. game. That's a deep, deep pull. He needed all Milk in the camera. to get there, but he This got is there. why That's I do this. Milk in the camera. And, I mean, even Sean has to smile at yeah. that pull. It's going to be a good question. Uh, for w Win or lose, it's going to be a fun question for Jen Sturger talking to Adam. Did he know that right off the bat? Or was he building drama? Or did he really take the 45 seconds to conjure that? We'll find that out in the postgame. But yep. for right now, we have a match to settle. And that rests on the shoulders of Sean Sullivan, the Saint. So, Rachel, Sean finds himself trailing by three. All right. And he selected number 11 for his two-point question. What category is that? That uh, category is the movie The Last Jedi. All right. For two points. I've seen that movie. It helps. <laughs> the Lanai of Octo are better known by what name? Caretakers. That is correct for two points. All right. So he got what I would not consider a layup, but that's the easiest question he's going to be hearing. So <laughs> yep. this next one is probably going to be a half-court shot. All right, so your next number was number three. That corresponds to the Clone Wars movie. Okay. All right, and your question is, in Star Wars The Clone Wars, three prequel cast members came back to voice their respective characters. Name two of them. Samuel L. Jackson, Christopher Lee. And your winner, Sean the Saint Sullivan. Nicely done. It's That's What a match. Look at that. That's a genuine show of appreciation for two competitors thrown into a match they've never been in this particular situation before, and I think they both did great, Rachel. That was so much fun to watch. I love watching two uber nerds <laughs> battle it out that way for Adam to fight it out, to get his five-pointer, to force Sean to answer round three questions. It's a great showing for both of them and a great showing for the Star Wars League, which is slowly growing bigger and bigger. These questions are ridiculous, <laughs> but with Andrew and Laura Kelly playing last year and these guys uh, showing up today, I think Alex Damon, you know, better watch out. I mean, look, if these guys are pulling names like Dalte Dauphine out I of their know, right? hat, anything <laughs> is possible. I think that even in defeat, I would say Adam the Razorweight has a lot to build off of with this. Yes. He's got a lot of momentum even if he came out on the short side of the ledger and with Sean the St. Sullivan, uh, look out for that guy. He's mm -hmm. only That beard's only getting thicker and his confidence is only growing after a nice initial win in his rookie performance. Definitely. We're now going to go to Jen Sturger who has a post-game interview with your winner, Sean the St. Sullivan joined by Kate Mulligan. Jen, I imagine it's a pretty jovial mood over there. It absolutely is. Oh, God. I'm sure you already have something to say. No, no. I just like that you're wearing green. <laughs> Way to kick this interview off with a bang. Congratulations, Sean. I'm not only your debut, but in Star Wars. Like, what made you think, yeah, I should go for the one that is the most specific and quite possibly the hardest division we have? You know what? I, I, if I'm going to be honest, it's because... Uh, I think the people that are competing right now aren't that good. Alex Damon felt that from across the country. So what? So you just thought you could actually just come in here and kind of sweep through this division? Yeah, I was sitting at a spectacular with uh, Silvestrini and answering questions next to her, and I got everything right. So I figured, hey, might as well throw my hat in. What are you drinking? Uh, whiskey. 
It's going to be an Irish car. It looks, I was going to say, it looks like a bomb, but you're just getting bombed. No, I'm good. I'm good on that one. So, Kate, how are you feeling about this? You guys have been having quite a run right now with the Den. Um, this has got to be lifting your spirits, especially to know that in the Star Wars division, you've got solid representation. Yeah, absolutely. And I also want to say that this this match was, uh, it was sort of thrust at us just today. And Shani, he's so, he's, so, uh, he's so confident. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll, I can do that. No problem. So he just showed up. And, and honest to God, I just, I'm so proud of him. And that's, you know, that's all. Were you nervous at all when he got that five-pointer? Uh, you know what? I was, because I'll be honest. I didn't know it. Um, yeah. Uh, so props to him for getting it. But, I mean, the rest of them, pretty much everything else was a cakewalk today. So, Absolutely. so missed a couple in the first round just on, on nerves. First time at the desk. But aside from that, I knew everything I missed. So... Is it weird up there? Do the lights get to people? Uh, being a longtime fan, it's, it's, it's interesting. Uh, having watched this, you know, from out there, seeing it forever, feels good. Feels good to get my first one behind me. And it's so weird because when you're sitting at your couch, you're like, I can do this. And the minute they turn your light, the lights on around here, you're like, oh, my God, this is real. Uh, it's, it's, definitely, uh, it's definitely a lot of fun, and I think next time it's going to be good because I'll have no nerves, you know, going into it. So whoever would, they throw at me. I would say, who do you want? Who do you want to face next? But I, I feel like I know this answer. Uh, you know what? I, I I'm not gonna say Alex Damon. Uh, I'll give him the credit that's due. I think I need to win a couple more before I get there. Uh, Demolanta, Napsok, Kelly, whoever, whoever wants me, I'll take him. Well, you're gonna have to wake Ken up from his nap. I saw him backstage. But anyways, congratulations on your very first win and your debut here at the Schmodown. Thank you. All right. Well. You have it there, Rachel. I mean, you see the confidence. Overconfidence, Translating perhaps? into cockiness very early in the match. You get the win. You're feeling good about everything. Hi, Kate. <laughs> I had to get my kid. How do you feel about what the post-match interview was that you just witnessed? Um, yes. Basic uh, rookie confidence right out of the gate. We've seen that happen before, and sometimes it carries them through. <laughs> sometimes it doesn't. But, you know, um, it's impressive to see people who've never been in front, like as somebody who did that, who got in front of the cameras, in front of the lights, behind the desk for the first time, and to have their memory mostly get them there, <laughs> is it's impressive and it's such a great feeling. Um, we'll see how far the confidence carries him. Uh, Andrew, Laura, Ken, uh, I think we know who Grace wants him to play next, um, will not be easy foes for him. Yeah, so. and I think uh, neither one of us are inside Sean's head, but we can tell you that just because you got through your first one, you still might have a little bit of nerve that next time you're on that desk. In the meantime, we go to Adam the Razor Wit and Kaiser Jen. I, I would, if I'm Adam, I'm still feeling pretty good about my performance. Is that the mood you're sensing? Yeah, I don't feel like there's a ton of defeat back. Oh, uh, Kaiser, you have something on your back. I don't care about that. Okay, it's been a rough season. I get things. I get it. I get it. This isn't the time to panic. So why are you assuming that I'm panicking? I, I didn't at all. <laughs> I, I didn't assume you were panicking at all, actually, Kaiser. No, actually, I was just letting you know there's literally something on your back. You know, ever since I came into this league, people have been trying to keep me down. They've been rigging questions, rigging the wheel. It's like a, it's like a conspiracy to, to get Kaiser out of the league. Ah. Uh, that said, my man Wit played a good game. We ran up against an Irishman who had a belly full of whiskey and a lot of fire, and he played a good match. And you know, you know, you, you got Kate. She's got you know all kinds of fruit roll-ups and things in her in her fanny pack. And you know, I think first of all, you shouldn't be using performance enhancement foods before matches. Maybe someone should look into what Kate is doing with her players. It's probably illegal to some degree. One good takeaway from this match. 
we have inducted Kate's kid into the Little Dungeon Achievers program. And me and Zip are very excited about getting this kid's career started, so that's a positive. I don't think you should ever be allowed children. <laughs> oh my God. Anyways, Adam, you cannot be feeling that bad about that match, especially after that five-pointer, but I do have to ask you, like Mark said at the desk, did you know that and were you been Batemaning us or were you legitimately looking for that answer? I would never been Bateman anyone. Uh... No, uh, no. I, well, there are a lot of Nemoidians. I, I, I want to show my cards here that I am a, a true Star Wars fan. There's a lot of Nemoidians. It was not Newt Gunray. It was not Rune Hako. Uh, and so, you know, it, it, uh, it pretty much came down to Dolte Dauphine. So. It wasn't Newt Rockney either, which confused me. It wasn't Newt Rockney because that is the senator, I think, for, uh, for the Nemoidians. So you have a lot of choices when you're in the Star Wars universe, and that's just one of them. So where do we go from here? Did the lights get to you? Who do you want to face next? I just want to I just want to get inside your head with what happened during this match and do you want to continue in the Star Wars division? Of course, I know Star Wars like crazy. I even had Emphis Nest in the in the Cloud Riders. The problem is knowing too much. You got a JTE, you got to recenter yourself and then get that question correct. I could do that every time. Look, I, it's been a little while since I played here. I blew out the cobwebs like like uh, the cobwebs that a, a, a Bomar monk from Jabba's Palace. See, I know all the references might spread around the studio. I blew those cobwebs out. Now I'm ready to go. Sean is a very good opponent. So, you know, hey, it was very fun to play him, and I would, love to, I would love to see him again, actually, and just set the record straight. Who is the best of us? Pretty sure. A little, uh, a little extra jte a little extra strategy. Uh, my man here is going to train me. I think I got Sean. Let's take that first, and then we'll move forward. So weird. I'm used to seeing you as such a, I mean, sorry if this sounds, I'm, as a frat boy. So it's like so weird to see you kind of embrace your inner nerd and really take on the Star Wars division, right? Well, I, I love all of the Star Wars movies, except for the prequels and these new ones, and Jedi. And I, other than that, I'm a huge fan, you know? I mean, I like, I like, I like well, I like Star Wars and Empire, um, but, and, you know, the movies I hate, I stay on the internet all day long and talk about, because I hate them so much. What do you have strapped to your vest right now? Oh, this is gum. You want some? Uh, it also shows my imperial rank. Um, your imperial yeah, rank is trident? Yeah, the imperial rank is trident, and the rebel rank is sucrets. So, you know, would you like one? I'm good. I don't know where that's been. Anyways, back to the desk. All right. Thank you to Jen Kaiser and Admiral Dentine. Uh, <laughs> very good match that we just watched. And look, a lot of confidence brimming from two mm -hmm. guys who I, I think they're just happy to, it doesn't matter if you're trying any new endeavor for the first time, you get done with it. If you climbed a mountain, if you tried stand-up comedy, or you competed in a movie trivia schmodown, you get done and you're just so excited. You got all that juice flowing. Definitely. And because they both played well, even though you have to have a winner and a loser, Adam still played really well, knows the mistakes that he made, weren't about knowledge, and he's going to bring that to the table next time. So, you know, when he comes back, like we've always said, you come back stronger and hungrier after a loss, so look out for Adam. But meanwhile, Sean took home the win and is aiming for the next tier of player. Well, like you said, Rachel, there has to be a winner and a loser at the desk, but on this, the good side, <laughs> we're all just winners here, and so are you. Being a fan of the movie Trivia Schmodown, thank you all for tuning in. Make sure you check out our Patreon, select which tier is right for you, and head to the SchmodownLive.com for all future updates on live events. That's where you get your tickets as well as a lot of fun stats to keep track of your favorite player, your favorite faction in the league. Rachel, as always, a pleasure calling the match with you. I like that we color-coordinated here today. Uh, what two colors are we going to look for next time we call a match? 
Thinking a little red and green, possibly. A little, a little red Sith and, green. and uh, Jedi action coming let's up do, here. Let's do Return of the Jedi <laughs> lightsaber battle style for Rachel, the Crusher Cushing, the legend. I am merely Mark Baby Carrots Ellis. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time on the Movie Trivia Schmodown. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com.